Next on BYU Sports Nation, a Motor City connection. The dynamic duo of Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy Ansah reunited in Detroit to play NFL football. Why Van Noy could start alongside Ziggy in 2014. Four other BYU football players invited to NFL camps, all with a shot to make the league. BYU TV analyst Brian Logan on which of the four he thinks has the best shot to get on a 53-man roster. Plus, another conference championship for BYU softball where the ladies will play in the NCAA Regional. Jamal Williams in the clear, and Taysom Hill scores against Texas again. (laughs) Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Welcome into BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. We're back to work on Monday, May 12th. I'm Spencer Linton, alongside one-time Marvel Shield agent, Jerem Jordan. Shh. You like that one? Yes. That one's better than I usual, I haven't watched huh? that program on ABC yet, but it hey. looks interesting. Hey, wherever and however you're dialing, great to have you with us. Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy Ansah, reunited. <laughs> How awesome is that? That is so awesome. I love it. How about top 40 draft picks back-to-back years for BYU? That's nice. It would have been nice to have more than one, but I like top 40. Hey, the Cougars had exactly one more draft pick in this year's NFL draft than the University of Texas. Yeah, believe that. I mean, I think he just scored again against Texas. Now Taysom runs out of trouble and runs into the end zone. Taysom Hill destroyed that program in 2013. Apparently he just scored again (laughs) against Texas. How did they not have a draft pick? Jackson Jeffcoat should have been drafted. What was the receiver's name? Uh, the, the, Mike the Davis. Fastest. Mike Davis. How was that guy not drafted? How was Cody Hoffman not drafted? Well, anyway. For the first time ever, Texas did not have a player drafted. That's, ever. That's impressive. Taysom Hill. That they, until this year, had someone drafted every year. He that's is, the state of the program for Texas. He's public enemy number one. Yes, he is. Oh, man. September 6th is going to be an absolute battle. I don't. Does Taysom understand what he did? <laughs> like, he got a dude fired. There was this huge joke in the Wire Awards about that. Let's see a picture of the, man, the man's family that he fired. That's going to be a huge game. And they didn't have because a draft Because of all these things going on. New head coach. Yep. Join our 24-7 conversation by using the hashtag BYUSN. That hashtag, how you link up with the rest of BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever. Believe it. Hashtag BYUSN. You should also chime in on today's Twitter conversation. Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy are reunited in Detroit, so we ask. Now it's up to BYU Sports Nation to come up with the best nickname for the duo. We've heard some good ones so far. The Elders of Defense. <laughs> the best one is Zion's Lions. <laughs> that was from at Old School BYU. That is solid. Zion's Lions. Zion's Lions. I liked at Ooh. Billy Wonka. Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> This is good stuff. That's keep, good. Keep those responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. It makes life easier on all of you, gives you more space to tweet, and it makes life easier on us when we're trying to find your well-cogitated tweets. Listen to BYU Sports Nation, noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Well Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and or on BYUTV.org. It's a Monday. We're full of energy. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Reunited. And it feels so good. Seven and three. Ansa and Van Noy. Aztecs block them up, but the short pass is intercepted by Ezekiel Ziggy Ansa. That's right. Ziggy Ansa 
and his buddy Kyle Van Noy. Great Highland had both of them mentioned in it. Playing together in Detroit. Van Noy goes as the second round pick, eighth in the second round, 40th overall. The Lions trade up to get the Seahawks pick at number 40, and thus they're reunited. Now, we, we called this. We said we, this Friday. We called it. We said number 40 to the Seahawks was the first most likely pick, and then the Lions at, what, 45? <laughs> and then the Lions trade up. As soon as that trade happened, I was like, boom, baby, Van Noy's coming It's happening. In. It's yeah. happening. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, heard, I was actually calling softball. I heard the news during a live softball broadcast and that the Lions had taken him. I thought, oh, 45th. And then it, it, I heard later that they, they had traded, traded up, up to number 40, and I was like, oh, validation. I mean, it's, it's great. It's, it's fantastic. And you better believe Ziggy Ansah played at least a minor role in this talking to team officials about what Kyle can do and what, what kind of a player he is. Well, Jim Caldwell, I believe, said this and others, that when they looked at Ziggy's film, they saw Kyle Van Noy a year ago. Hmm. So he had kind of been on their radar for a year. And then the opportunity presented itself in that they traded up to get him. That means they felt like he might have been taken by someone else before their pick at 45. So they sneak up to 40, and then they pick Kyle Van Noy. That's got to make a dude feel good. Hey, you traded up so that you could pick me. Yeah. Because you were afraid I might be gone. That's never happened to me in, like, pickup basketball or anything. You know what? We're going to trade this guy over here. I'd like to get (laughs) Jerem over here. Oh, yes. I feel so wanted. Okay, so Ziggy sends out this tweet after Detroit takes Kyle Van Noy. He says, quote, man, I can't stop smiling. Welcome to the D, KVN03. Let's continue what we started, hashtag BYU football, hashtag one pride. So great. I mean, the defense. Hashtag Zion's Lions. The defensive line for Detroit is arguably one of the best in the NFL. You've got. Okay, here's why the fit is good. And Dominican Sue, Fairley, Ziggy, Willie Young. Okay, linebackers. Uh, who are the linebackers? Okay, let's break this down. So the middle linebacker, not the position that Kyle's going to play, but one that is solid, Steven Tillich, 135 tackles, tied for eighth most in the league last year, three and a half seconds. Top ten tackler that's, in the league. That's not, yes, that's not Kyle Van Noy's position. Let's look at the outsides. DeAndre Levy, 119 tackles. That guy seems like okay, he's, he's going to play. The other starter. Now the other position, the other outside linebacker, is where Kyle Van Noy could and will probably start, the Sam or strong linebacker. Ashley Palmer, this 33 is a, tackles. This is a man. Ashley Palmer had 33 tackles last year. Can Kyle Van Noy do better than Ashley Palmer? We've yes. already got the Detroit Lions insider saying that they're anticipating Kyle Van Noy will take the most, most of Ashley Palmer's snaps. That on means the field. starting. Ashley Palmer is apparently a good player. He's in the league and he started some games last year. But Kyle Van Noy could play the strong side linebacker for the Detroit Lions in Week One next year. Mike this Ma- year. Mike Mayock of the NFL Network said the Lions needed help at the Sam linebacker spot, and I think that's where Van Noy fits. He can do a little bit of everything. Or a lot of bit of everything. He is literally the biggest and tallest linebacker on the roster. And youngest. And he, he weighs the most. These yeah, are all good things. He's 23 years old. They, they, he's literally the tallest and the heaviest linebacker on the Detroit You don't trade up to get right somebody now. unless you anticipate them making an impact now. And because the defensive line is so good and they pressure the quarterback so good, that creates lanes and playmaking opportunities for Mr. Kyle Van Noy. Will he get the number three? That's the next question in my mind. Kyle Van Noy is going to see an NFL field this season. 
a even, lot. Even if he doesn't start, he's going to play a ton. But I see him starting based on the current roster. Unless the Lions pick somebody else up, Kyle Van Oy looks like he's going to start for the Detroit Lions this season. Why would they pick somebody Ziggy else? Ansah. Yeah. This why, is awesome. Why would they pick somebody else up if they traded up in the second round to get Kyle Van Noy? They want him to fill a spot now. They want him Absolutely. to play. So some of you say, well, the Lions play a 4-3 defense, and they should because their four they defensive down linemen D-line. are amazing. And Dominican Sue, Willie Young, Ziggy Ansah. Nick Fairley. Nick Fairley. Okay, they have four dominant defensive down linemen. Kyle will come in, and they, and they say – Terrell Austin, he's the new defensive coordinator for the Lions. While he plays a 4-3, he will implement some schemes that will absolutely take advantage of what Kyle Van Noy does. Guess what? Kyle can line up on the line. Put him where you need him. He can play linebacker. He can, he can play anywhere. He's a guy that fits into whatever scheme Terrell wants to put on the field. Can we talk about who he's going to face as well? Oh, man. The Green Bay Packers. That, okay, Aaron Rodgers. He's in the attack? black and blue division. Yes, he is. Oh, uh, Chicago Bears, Jay Cutler, whatever you think about him as a quarterback, whatever. But uh, they have some legit wide receivers. Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Brandon Marshall. I mean, that's a, that's a solid team. And then you look at the Vikings, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, how about defending next, how that about next? How about next year? Tackle made on Adrian Peterson by Kyle Van Noy. Hopefully it's within like five yards and not 40 <laughs> yards down chase, the field. Chase down by Kyle Van Noy. <laughs> right. But that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough division to play in. Tough meaning the teams that you're playing in, just physically tough. The weather that you play. I mean, he'll, he'll play indoors, but some of those road games are going to be wild. He's going to play at Lambeau Field. He's going to play at guaranteed. How cool is that? That's way cool. Ziggy and Kyle on the field together again. I love that Jim Schwartz said when we were looking at film of Ziggy, we noticed Kyle. How many people were looking at Kyle initially and then maybe noticed Ziggy, I Jim wonder? Jim Caldwell, right? Or sorry, Schwartz Jim Caldwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Caldwell. But, I mean, they're, they're helping each other. And, and it's funny because Kyle took Ziggy under his wing to kind of teach him the game of football. And now Ziggy is going to take Kyle under his wing and teach him how to play the NFL style. And I like, their, co- I like their coach, too. How cool Jim is Caldwell. that? Like, if there was any team you were like, hmm, that'd be a cool fit. The Lions. With his buddy. With one of the greatest stories in football or sports history, Ziggy Ansah. Zion's Lions. <laughs> NFL rookie free agent contracts Laser include cats. Cody Hoffman going to the Washington Redskins. Daniel Sorensen to the Chiefs. Jerem, you discussed that at length on Friday. You liked, you liked Danny playing for Kansas City because they have a great punter. Yes, he was number one in uh, kicks inside the 20. And the Andy Reid connection. Okay, Ethan Manu Malayuna going to the New York Giants. Spencer Hadley to the New Orleans Saints. We'll delve into that at length uh, coming up in just a few minutes here on BYU Sports Nation. How about BYU softball, West Coast Conference yeah, champions yeah. in the Congrats. inaugural season Very of nice. the WCC? Four championships in four different conferences that, over the last four years. Has it been done in any sport no. ever in the NCAA? No, I, we we I, don't we don't know that answer, but I would I would gander no. <laughs> four different conferences. conferences and you won four years in a row. <laughs> Why are you in four different conferences? That's the real question. Yes. What the heck's going on? Ten straight trips to the NCAA regionals. Six straight conference championships overall. They won the, the first three in the Mountain West Conference. So, great news for BYU softball. They'll play Northwestern in Seattle, in Washington, in that regional. Iona and Washington are the other two softball One teams One team up emerges there. to a super regional. 
Jamal Williams, some news from BYU football star. He entered a guilty plea in abeyance on May 7th. If he stays out of legal trouble for six months, the charge will be dismissed. And a lot of you are wondering about that. A plea in abeyance is a contract between the defendant and the prosecutor, which allows the defendant to keep a conviction off a person's record. So basically, so Jamal paid some money, yes. completed a program. He promises he'll stay out of trouble, and then his record's clear in six months. By the way, he competed with track and field over the weekend at the Virginia Challenge. He ran an 11.31 in the 100 meters. Yeah, Brandon Despain, who used to help, uh, who used to work here, he sent me some pictures and videos at the meet. He works at Virginia. Very cool. Use the hashtag BYUSN for today's Twitter discussion with KVN and Ziggy reunited in Detroit. What's your best nickname for the duo? At Crazy Kook Fanatic says, "How about Blues Brothers?" That's not bad. They, I mean, it, it's. BYU blue, yeah. Lions blue. Yeah. I like that. That's that's well played. At Jenilin87, Mormon mayhem. <laughs> I can't wait to see them play together again. That's going to be fun. <laughs> At Laser Sheep, how about the Rat Pack or the Slippery Rats? Based Ziggy, on what Trevor Maddox Ziggy's said. Ziggy's not so slippery. Yeah. Kyle's yeah. slippery. Absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't go there with them, though. Up next, BYU free agents trying to make the 53-man roster. Which of the four has the best shot to earn the spot in the league? Maybe two of them do. Maybe all of them do. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation. Pick one. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic B to the Y to the U products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live in Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143. Going by memory here. BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, simulcast on BYU TV and or BYUtv.org. Media Days, June 23rd for the BYU football team, live on BYU TV. And that's just an appetizer for Connecticut. Countdown to Connecticut. 109. Yeah. Remember when it was 238? I do. That was the first day. I remember right. that was 129 days ago. Next week. <laughs> next week we're under 100. I'm, there may be confetti flying from this studio. I don't wow. Know. No, we'll save that for like the day before. Media day is like a little more than a month away. Huh? <laughs> Let's go, man. Yeah, you better BYU believe it. BYU has the earliest media day, I believe, of anyone in the country. Good. Just start it and out. Then we can read all the magazines and... Create the hype. Start it out the right way. Love Peak it. early. Love it. No, 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 no. Don't Geno Smith. Come on. <laughs> Use the hashtag BYUSM when you're sending in your responses on Twitter. Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy Ansa reunited in Detroit. Now it's up to you across BYU Sports Nation to come up with the best nickname for that dynamic duo. Our favorite thus far, or at least in my opinion, hashtag Zion's Lions. Zion's Lions. That is... That is really, really good. Thundercats is good. The Blues Brothers, not bad. BYU Blues Brothers. Okay. Uh, Oh, by the way, thanks to one of our live sports producers, Harrison Collier, we just found out this little tidbit. The Lions' first preseason game against Johnny Manziel and the Cleveland Browns. Against Jonathan Pigskin. That's going to be fun. Johnny Manziel is interesting because he's must-see TV, man. He plays for the Browns, but he's Johnny Manziel, so I'm going to watch that. And you couple that with KVN and Ziggy on the Lions. It's a preseason game. BYU fan. How many BYU fans bought a Lions something over the weekend? You know, like like Steve Young made the Niners like the team for a lot of people if they were sitting on the fence. A lot of BYU fans. Yeah, a lot of BYU fans. Now the Lions are that new team. How can it not be? You got two guys that will probably start on the defensive side of the ball. And and it's because of who they are. Like there were several BYU Cougars on the Redskins and the Rams a couple years ago. 
th- this movement did not happen. But I see, I see a movement where BYU kind of, hey, uh, yeah, I'll just keep my like royal blue. This will serve as my uh, Detroit Lions shirt, I guess. Cannot wait for that. Johnny Manziel and the Cleveland Browns against Detroit in the first NFL preseason game for both of those franchises. And Ziggy had a pick six on like the first or second play last year, which was awesome against. Mark Sanchez and the Jets. <laughs> oh, oh, Mark was, Sanchez. I remember exactly where I was in the house. I was in Five Guys and said, huh? And then saw the video, Big. someone's Instagram video. Awesome. So cool. He didn't know what to do when he got to the end. Zone. Four other players <laughs> that suited up in BYU uniforms now suiting up for NFL teams thanks to undrafted free agent contracts. We'll start with Daniel Sorensen going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, immediately... If you're a BYU fan and you, you know some BYU history, you think, oh, Andy Reid, okay, former he, BYU guy. He, he tends to give some BYU guys a chance that might not have had a chance. Zach Colley in Philadelphia. McKay Jacobson. In Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's Daniel Sorensen. Daniel has a great shot to make this team because, as we learned on Friday from David Nixon and uh, some of the other guys that we had talked to, after the fourth round, it kind of just becomes – Okay, everyone drafted at this point in free agents. It's can you play special can teams? Can you play special teams? Yeah. And we know that Daniel Sorensen can play special teams. He's physical, he's big, he's in the best shape of his life, and he's going to a good situation with a great NFL punter. Like he's going to be a gunner. He's going to have an opportunity. And they're a good team. I mean, th- this would be good for him to make that team. Now, it is a challenge for an undrafted free agent to make a team. It's happened a bunch. We, we talk to one of those guys all the time, David Nixon, an undrafted free agent that played four or five years in the league with different teams. Got picked up by the Raiders, the yeah. Panthers, Texans. Texans. It's hard to do this, though. It's going to be a challenge for these guys to actually make the 53. Because when you talk about safeties, you're having a handful, like four or five on the whole team. You've already got probably three or four that are there. So you're... You're trying to be that last guy on the team. Some other notable undrafted free agents that made teams in the recent past, Daniel Coates, tight end, kind of fell behind the Johnny Harleen limelight in 2006, but mm-hmm. he was a good blocker. He made the Cincinnati Bengals roster, played for the Bengals for three solid years before he got traded to the Broncos. Vic Soto, Vic, yeah. still in the league. He's still playing. Yeah. It's, it's a challenge, but I, I hope that these guys uh, can do what it takes to make it. Now, if I were to pick one of these guys that has the best chance to make it, I'm going with Cody Hoffman. Really? I think, I think that Cody Hoffman, Hoffman was draftable but did not get drafted. In fact, the NFL, NFL.com produced a story where they did the uh, all-undrafted team, yeah. and Cody Hoffman was one of those Some guys. good players on that list. Shane I'm, Scove of Stanford. Yeah. How did Shane Scove not get drafted? Okay, know. here's why I think Hoffman could make the Redskins. They don't have a big possession receiver. Cody Hoffman's 6'4". They don't have a 6'4 receiver. They have speed guys. They have Pierre Garçon. Uh, David Geddes from Baylor. Leonard Hankerson. Who? Deshaun Jackson is new. Santana Moss has a cane, uh, walking cane. <laughs> Andre Roberts. Aldrich Robinson. Nick Williams. Wait, huh? is, Garcon, huh? is Garcon not playing with them anymore? Garcon, yeah, yeah, Garcon's there. there. Yep. They speed guys. They have yeah. deep threats. They need, a, they need a big dude that can catch balls in space. And uh, Cody Hoffman's that guy. I, of, of all the guys, of uh, different teams, different fits, I hope that Sorensen makes it. I, I think he's got a good chance. But to me, it's Cody Hoffman. I think that there's a reason Cody and his agent decided to go to Washington because they looked at the opportunity there. You tell me RG3 doesn't want a 6'4 target to throw out with great hands? I'm surprised they don't have one already. So the fact that they don't have one makes me think maybe he can make it. Robert Griffin III to Cody Hoffman kind of has a nice That sounds to good it. Yeah, that, for the Washington Lamanites. We talked about Daniel Sorensen. How about Ethan Manu Maleuna? 
headed to the New York Giants, the a New franchise York football Giants. that is familiar with BYU players. Brian Keel was drafted by the Giants uh, in 2007. He played with them for uh, a few years. Ethan Bart is Oates. Yeah, Ethan is a guy that will grind it out. He'll do whatever. Like he, I don't know how much help they need up front, but they lost Justin Tuck. I know that. Okay, he's gone to the Raiders. So a defensive end. Manu Malayuna's a tackle, but yeah, Manu Malayuna could very well make it. Durable, I, physical. I'd be surprised if Spencer Hadley made the Saints. I think there are a lot of guys that are like Spencer Hadley. Good, solid collegiate linebackers, but this is the next level. So I hope that Spencer makes the Saints. I could see him like growing his hair out, you know, sticking through the helmet a little bit with the Saints. A la That'd Clay be Matthews. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, not that, not that long, but I could see it. I, I hope that Spencer uh, does that. But, you know, you have four free agents. Uh, if you have one of those guys stick on the 53, I think that's hey, good. Hey, make a practice squad. What if Spencer yeah, makes yeah. a practice Get squad? Get paid to play football. Obviously, you want to play on Sundays, but playing on Wednesday, Thursday isn't that bad either. He's coming off injuries. He's fighting an uphill battle for sure. But make a practice roster. Just stay noticed. Stay relevant because guys are always going to get injured in season. That's going to happen. Yes. It always happens. Even a guy like Brady Papinga, who you felt like had been in the league a long time ago, made the Cowboys last year. Wow. Like got picked up in the middle of the season. You know, Ultimately, the goal is to be a starter in the league. For those four free agents, right now it's just making that 53. That's the goal. Wani Unga is another guy that was invited to the NFL Draft Combine. He did not sign a contract, was not picked up by any other team, but he's coming back from a pretty significant injury. He sent messed out a, up his knee. It wasn't yeah. just an ACL. It was like MCL, a bunch of others, like blew out his knee. Messed it up pretty bad. He sent out a tweet on Saturday after all of the draft stuff ended and the free agent contracts were signed. And uh, I, I believe, Jeremy, you have it up. No love today, I guess. Teams want me to go out to work, to work out once I'm 100, in reference to his old age. Uh, hashtag ain't no stopping, hashtag still working. And I'll add hashtag blessed. <laughs> hashtag rising grind. <laughs> Wani, you, you have to think that Wani's going to get a tryout somewhere. I mean, some when you point. have that season as a senior at BYU, you lead the team in tackles, a team that had Kyle Van Noy on it, you're going to get a shot at some point. That, yeah, you hope so. That's tough because you're older. He's a little older than He had a redshirt and a mission in there, like many BYU players, but played four years. And then he has a serious knee injury. Like, these yeah, are major yeah. red flags for NFL teams. Despite how good his season was, which was one of the best in BYU linebacker history, came out of nowhere. Man. He was a reserve, and then he had a spectacular year. I hope Wani gets a chance with somebody. Now, if he made a practice squad in the fall, I think that would be quite the accomplishment, there, given the knee injury. There was some initial speculation sent out that maybe he was talking to the Jaguars or he had signed with the Jaguars, and then... BYU football center, oh, that's, that's not the case. So there are teams that are going to be interested. He's talking, teams interested he's talking to teams. Yeah. Just he can't play right now, so why would they, uh, why would they spend time on Waniunga when they can spend time on guys that they're literally bringing into the facility today? We're going to ask Brian Logan in about five minutes who he thinks of these NFL undrafted free agents from BYU which of the four he thinks has the best shot to make a roster? Jerem says Cody Hoffman because of the size differential between Hoffman and the other Washington receivers. Maybe there's a reason they don't have the big-bodied receivers. They just don't want them. Maybe, that, maybe that's not their offense. There are other guys. I mean, did RG3 play with big receivers at Baylor? No. He played with speed guys. Yeah, speed. So is that what they were Hoffman's trying to do initially? not a speed guy. But still, don't you want one sure-handed guy? I feel like every NFL team has a tall, sure-handed guy. You can, just, you can throw it up, and, ho- and you think that guy's going to get it. Go get it. Yeah. Guy that's over Maybe 6'3". Maybe they lean on their tight ends that way. 
Daniel Sorensen, I feel like, is the guy that has the best shot because of his versatility. He can do a lot of different things, and special teams are so valuable, probably overlooked in the NFL outside of the guys that are really tuned into the game. But Daniel is a guy that can play a number of different positions on special teams, and he gives you safety depth. He's, he's not a guy that gets injured easily. Was he ever injured? He was concussed he one concussed. time last year. Yep. I don't remember Daniel suffering another injury. That, so, he, that he didn't play through. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I feel like he can, he can play. He's a good player. Andy Reid knows what he's getting with Daniel Sorensen. And he's a special teams expert. He has a significant advantage over the other undrafted free agents. It is what it is. Spe- yeah, special teams helps you. Ethan sure. Manumaleuna to the New York Giants. Spencer Hadley to the New Orleans Saints. What do you think, BYU Sports Nation? We've already thrown out uh, our Twitter discussion today. Kyle Van Noy, Ziggy reunited in Detroit. Now it's up to BYU Sports Nation, you, to come up with the best nickname for the duo. Keep those responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. And if you want to join our conversation with Brian Logan about who you think has the best shot of making an NFL roster, please. That is what we want you to do. Sound off using the hashtag BYUSN. Let's go back to the Twitter machine right now. Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy are reunited in Detroit. Now it's up to BYU Sports Nation to come up with the best nickname for the duel. My favorite thus far, Zion's Lions. <laughs> Jeremy, do you have a favorite thus far? It's got to be Zion's Lions. <laughs> I, I just saw another one a moment ago at uh, Jared Thorne. Best home teachers ever. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is good. At, at Billy Wonka. Get it done. <laughs> at Billy Wonka. Lion, Lion Kings. Lion yes. Kings. Gog and Magog. <laughs> Nice. Brigham Brothers. I, I like that one a lot. Brigham Brothers. The Brigham Brothers. Good. You're a Brigham proponent, though. Yeah, Brigham. I am. Yeah. Okay. So the, sto- the Storm, Storm and Mormons? That's Todd Heap. Stor- Todd Heap already had that well, nickname. Well, it was Mark Madsen before Todd Heap. Yeah, in the NBA. This, That's this true. is uh, late 90s, yeah. Okay. The Provo Ziggy and Van Oy, also The Provo cool. Posse from At Laser Sheep. <laughs> the Lion's Den. The Lion's Den. <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> and Ziggy and Van Oy. Uh, Brian Logan Into knows about the, the free agent route the in the NFC NFL. North. <laughs> Mr. Logan will join us next to talk about the draft weekend and BYU. This is BYU Sports Station. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Taysom Hill just scored again against Texas. Touchdown! Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jam Jordan live from Studio B. We are in BYU Broadcasting. Do you remember that time you had 259 <laughs> rushing yards in a game against Texas? Do you remember the time that BYU, as a team, ran for 550 yards against Texas? <sighs> that was amazing. The Longhorns, oh, by the way, if you missed the top of the again. show, did not, did not have a player selected in the 2014 NFL Draft. Hook them horns, yeah. Matt. Wow. I have a feeling that will change this year with Charlie Strong. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to get better. He's a great coach. Absolutely. Hey, if you want to watch the BYU-Texas game, you can. You go to BYUTVSports.com. Uh, go throughout the offseason for daily articles on the latest in Cougar sports. Access all the video in the film room. We've got like 150 football games in there, not to mention all the other sports. You can get your fix of Cougar sports. Go to BYUTVSports.com today. I love it. The other day, I was discussing this with uh, someone who, who was the guy that made the shot before Danny Ainge made the layup against Notre Dame? We went to the game and looked at it. It was like, oh, yeah, Kelly Tripuka. We could just go and find that out instead of just being like, oh, You I have know. that capability. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you not seen the BYU-Miami game from 1990? Shame on you if you haven't. But Shame on you and your cow. There, there is the go, opportunity. Go watch it, yeah. Have you not seen one of the greatest football games ever in BYU history? Yeah, there's a lot of cool games on there. 
And if you're a fan of the other BYU sports that we broadcast, men's volleyball, baseball, gymnastics, soccer, all that, you can go there and watch that as well. I want to go watch Taysom Hill run for 259 yards again. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Let's, let's do it. Why not? Recapping some of our top headlines. The Detroit City Connection. BYU-Detroit. Ziggy Ansa and Kyle Van Noy reunited to play for the Lions after Van Noy is taken with the eighth pick in the second round, 40th overall. The Lions trading up to get that pick, something that BYU Sports Nation told you all about on Friday. Uh, that could happen, and it did happen. So they're, they're reunited. They're and reunited. it feels so good. Then the other free agents that we have, Cody Hoppin to Washington, Daniel Sorensen to Kansas City, Ethan Manumale to New York. I just said Manu Manumale. Manu Maleuna. You should ask this next guy in a second how to say it. <laughs> That's the perfect way to welcome in our first guest, Brian Logan, a guy who has lived that undrafted free agent life, the craziness of the NFL draft, and also a guy who just calls Ethan Manu Maleuna, Ethan Money Money Money. How do you money. say his last name, yeah, Brian? What is it again? It's, it's Ethan Money Money Money. That is. He, <laughs> well, now he, it is that he signed he, a free agent deal. Now it is. He's, yeah, he's about to be making some Money Money Money. So we have this Twitter question out there, Brian. We want to know what the, uh, the best nickname for the duo in Detroit is for Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy Ons. I like, I like Zion's Lions. Do uh, you have anything for us? Uh, you know, I was kind of thinking about that earlier when you guys were, were talking about it. Uh, I like something with, with, like, the Lion King, you know, <laughs> like, like uh, I don't know. The Lion uh, Kings? Simba, Simba and Mufasa <laughs> or... Uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Pumba. I don't know, something like that. I don't know which one would be Simba, which one would be Mufasa, but okay. I like something like that. Well, spoiler alert, one of them died, so we should probably mix that up a little bit. I don't know. But, yes. No, uh, no, no, Mufasa, Mufasa came back in the spirit, man. Spirit, you know. He needs to physically side, tackle yeah. people, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Spoiler alert for those under the age of six that haven't, haven't seen the, movie seen the yet. Lion King. Brian Logan is with us on BYU <laughs> Sports Nation. Brian, uh, let's talk about first of all. Let's talk about the the free agents because you you lived that in, in your life. You went through that whole crazy mess. What is it like when teams start to call you and start to say, "Hey, we think you'd be a good fit up here," or and then you get another call from another team that says, "Well, we our coach likes you over here, so come sign with us." How how is that dealing with all that madness? Man, it's 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 exciting and uh, you know kind of kind of scary at the same time. You know, I, obviously excited because you you know you're like, oh wow, this is you know a dream come true, and and uh, you know teams are are really interested in me, but uh, kind of nervous because you you, you kind of uh, are thinking, okay, what's the best fit for me? You know, uh, where can I go to have the best opportunity to make the team? So I remember when I was uh, going through the process, I mean, things were a lot different with me because of the, the, the lockout. Um, so I had, a, I had a couple teams call that were interested, but, um, you know, obviously uh, nowhere near uh, like these guys had. And, and, you know, I went and played in, in, the, in the CFL instead. Uh, just wasn't that confident. And, you know, teams calling me back for, you know, three or four months later, uh, whenever the lockout was going to end, but um, yeah, I think I think that's where the guys have to really put a lot of trust in their agents, and uh, you know, you really got to figure out okay, what team really likes me, um, and, and and when what team has the biggest need for my position, and then you got to make a decision that way. Brian Logan is on BYU Sports Nation. We've been talking about uh, Kyle Van Noy uh, and 
the chances that he has to actually start a game. At the Sam linebacker, the returning guy, Ashley Palmer, only had 33 tackles. He's 28 years old. Kyle Van Noy is literally the tallest and heaviest player and youngest on the Lions roster. Do you expect him to start this season for the Lions? Oh, without a doubt. He's, he's hands down, he, he'll start. And the reason why is this. Um, when you have a team to trade up uh, and, and then draft you, uh, there is there's a huge desire and a huge need for that particular player. And so for the Lions to do that, um, I mean, that shows you right then and there uh, just how much value they saw in Kyle. And, and obviously, I mean, you look at, at, at Ziggy being there a year ago and uh, just the way he plays defense and, and uh, the style of defense and the impact that he had, um, you know, kind of a no-brainer to say, well, you know, let's go after the same person or, or, or the same player uh, you know, under that same defense, under Coach Mendenhall. So, you know, given the, given the fact with some of just their struggles when it comes to, to, to blitzing, I mean, uh, their defensive coordinator, uh, Terrell Austin, said that that was one of the, the uh, you know, issues that he wanted to address this year. Um, you know, he, he's coming from a, a 3-4 defense, which is really good for Kyle, even though they'll probably stay with the 4-3. The I mean, Kyle's so versatile that, they can actually throw him in maybe as a nickel back, uh, kind of like Alani uh, a couple years ago where, you know, they had their, their, their front, but you throw a linebacker out there that can run, uh, that can that, that, that's fast, uh, quick, can tackle, can hit. I mean, there's so many things that they can do with Kyle. So, I mean, you, you, you look at a defensive coordinator like that coming in, uh, definitely has his eyes on the prize with, with Kyle Van Noy coming in. Brian Logan on BYU Sports Nation. Brian, let's talk about Cody Hoffman going to the Washington Redskins. He was the guy that a lot of BYU fans thought, oh, he's going to be the second player drafted. It's going to be Kyle, and then it's going to be Cody. He didn't get drafted, but he ends up with the Redskins. And when you look at the roster, he's a much taller, uh, stronger, I guess you could say, receiver than the rest of the guys. They have a bunch of speed guys. How much of a shot does Cody Hoffman have making the roster in Washington? I think out of anybody, out of all the free agents, uh, Cody will make the team. Uh, simply because you, 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 look at, you look at the roster, right, and, and there's probably, I don't know, maybe three guys that, that really stand out to you. Obviously, you got Deshaun Jackson. You have Santana Moss, who is uh, kind of getting old a little bit, but Pierre <laughs> Garçon as well. <laughs> You know, but you look at those guys, and you're like, okay, they'll they'll make the team. Most 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 NFL teams will probably keep about five to six players, maybe seven uh, receivers, just depending on you know the need, uh, the value of, the, of that type of player, things like that. Uh, and so, I mean, you look at you know those three guys, uh, you can kind of say, okay, there's probably about three to four spots open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you go down the the list, I mean, you don't really know who these guys are. They don't really make an impact. They're not a household name. You know, some of these guys had uh, 18 catches, you know, 14 catches all year. So uh, it really doesn't get the job done uh, in the NFL. And then you guys, you know, the Redskins drafted a, uh, a receiver uh, out of Tulsa in the fifth round. So most likely uh, he'll end up making the team. Uh, so, you know, that leaves about two, three spots open for somebody like uh, Cody Hoffman. And just like what you said, uh, Spence, with uh, – you know, just the, the, the size and, and the build of Cody, I mean, it definitely switches it up. To have a possession receiver, he may not be the flashiest or the fastest, but, you know, to, to rely on somebody to move the chains, I mean, that's exactly what you need. You look at guys uh, that Peyton Manning has and 
uh, Tom Brady has. I mean, they may not be the flashiest guys, but they get the job done. Um, and that's what you need in, 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 in the NFL, you know, nowadays. So I think it will be easy for Cody. I mean, it, the, 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 the unfortunate thing is, is him going to the combine and not really uh, being productive and showing great numbers. Uh, it wasn't really too surprising to me uh, the fact that he didn't get drafted after seeing his numbers because the NFL is all about just that. You know, it's a numbers game and, and stats. Measurable. You know, how big are you? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's all it is. Uh, you know, these NFL coaches uh, and these scouts, they're really arrogant. You know, they, they say, okay, I, I will love to have somebody that runs a, a 4-4, uh, can, can jump out of the ceiling and can bench press, you know, 1,000 pounds. I don't care if he had 20 tackles, uh, tw- you know, 20 tackles or, or 20 catches last year, uh, you know, or his whole career. I'll teach that kid how to play football, but what I can't teach – is how to run a four four one, uh, you know, how to jump a forty three inch vertical. You know, I can't teach those things, but I can teach how to, I can teach a guy how to play football. Uh, and so, you know, when you look at somebody like Cody, it's like, oh, okay, he's you know, he's he, he ran a four six or he only jumped a thirty inch vertical. You know, I can't help out with that, but I can teach the kid how to play. So that's kind of the the the, the, the measurables that the scouts look at. And so when so, somebody like Cody doesn't you know perform well you know you end up falling just like like what he did uh you know this past weekend brian logan on byu sports nation ziggy ansa is that player that you're talking about exactly the he he had the intangibles just the raw we're going to teach him how to play football so he's the other end of that then you have cody hoffman who is a polished receiver is cody among the four nfl undrafted free agents from byu is he the guy that has the best chance to make an nfl roster or do you like daniel Sorensen with the chiefs Ethan Manumalayuna with the Giants or Spencer Hadley with the Saints. You know, I uh, I, I think the, the I think Ethan will probably have the hardest time. Um, you know, there one you're talking about a, a a guy that's switching from you know a three four to a four three, and it's not really going to be that much difficult for him because he's he's versatile as well. I mean, he can play the end, he can play he can play tackle, he, play, he can play the nose guard. Um, but I mean, the, the Giants have four defensive linemen that are that are solid. Um, you know, they, they they have guys, experienced guys uh, that are the backups. Um, you know, teams usually keep about I want to same thing. You know, five uh, five guys on the line. So I think it's going to be really really tough for Ethan. I mean, it was kind of surprising that you know he did choose uh, the Giants. However, I mean, it, it could have been his only his only option. Uh, but I think Ethan has a, probably has a, the, the biggest uh, hurdle. Um, I think you know Daniel Swanson. Uh, you know I, I love I love Daniel, and we all said all year that he was going to make a team just with, with special teams. Um, but you know I I, I kind of looked at some things and, and, and some rosters and, and just trying to confirm some things, and I saw that um, he was going more for a tryout rather than a free agent deal. Now, I don't know, this is not confirmed, um, but uh, just some of the things that I've, that I've, that I've looked at. Um, right. so B- BYU reported that, that he signed a free yeah, agent Yeah, he eventually deal. did sign yeah. a contract. Okay. Yeah. okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, then, I, I, think, I think Daniel has the second-best option just, uh, uh, just because, I mean, how versatile he is. I mean, he can play almost any position. I think he, he could probably even play corner, shoot. Um, but it's just how smart he is. I mean, he's a leader. Uh, he can pick up a defense really well. Uh, I think the fact that Andy Reid is a BYU guy, that's obviously going to give 
you know, uh, uh, Danny and, and Edge. Um, and then I think with, with Spencer, uh, <laughs> Spencer, I think if he can just make an impact, I mean, fly down, uh, you know, on a special teams on a kickoff and just knock somebody out. I mean, have a mouthpiece go flying into the stands. I think that's the way he'll be able to make a team. I, I, I think he would see, um, you know, Spencer more uh, as a, a practice roster guy. Okay, I want to keep him tucked away so nobody else gets him. Um, you know, and, and kind of just maybe bouncing around from the practice roster to the active roster here and there. But um, I think he has a good chance just of how physical he is. I mean, the, the NFL, especially in the trenches, is a physical game. And, and for him uh, being that type of player, uh, I think that puts him in a good, a pretty good chance, you know, to, 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 to make a team. Does he need to grow a mustache to increase his chances, Brian? <laughs> he needs to grow a mustache, and he needs to have a mullet. Uh, grow a mohawk. Yeah, I would oh, say okay. he needs a mohawk. mohawk. He needs a, he needs, he needs a diet. Uh, yep, mohawk diet. Uh, diet. I, I would diet gold. Oh, okay, those are all it's going to be chances. awkward when you go to uh, another team, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. After that, but Brian, no, 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 see, see the thing. The thing about it is when you dye gold or blonde. When you, when you go to another team, the color's already easy because the, the dye's already stripped out. Okay. So it's easy to put that Carolina blue in. Fair enough. And if he's flying <laughs> around, that, that will quickly whip out. You know, uh, Is there right. someone that we're missing uh, that deserves a shot on an NFL team from BYU, a la Kaneakua Friel, Wani Unga? Uh, you know, I think Wani definitely does. Um, I, I think he'll get his chance if he, if he can prove that he's healthy to these teams. Uh, when? You know, for for you, yeah, when, yeah, when he's healthy. The, oh, I mean, when do you about, think he deserves a chance? Oh, as soon as he, as soon as he's healthy, I think, I think, I think he'll, he'll, he'll deserve that. He deserves a chance. If he can prove that, if he gets cleared medically, I think a team should pick him up right away. Uh, you know, if, if you can get invited to the combine and uh, coming off of an injury like that, um, I mean, that that says something about your film and, and what NFL scouts think about you. Obviously, I mean, the scouts aren't going to take a chance on you because you are coming off the injury. Um, and, but, but, I mean, for, the, for you to get advice to the combine, for you to make those, as many tackles as you did, um, you know, you've you got to be given an opportunity. Even if, even if he comes in, let, let's say he doesn't get cleared to maybe, you know, the first two weeks of the season, whatever the case is, I'm just, you know, speculating here. Um, I mean, I would even sign him as a, as a practice roster guy. You know, sign him and see what he can do for maybe one, two weeks. And then if he can, you know, if I can see, you know, a, some, a bright spot, then I'd keep him. If not, then, you know, send him on his way. But he definitely deserves, you know, deserves a chance. But, you know, I, I think this is a great starting point for any of these guys because when I was in the, in the, in the CFL and even playing arena football, um, there were so many guys that came d- throughout the entire season um, and during camp that were getting cut. Uh, from the NFL, you know, guys were, were signed as a free agent, you know, uh, go through OTAs and summer camps and then uh, get released. And, you know, CFL teams and arena teams, they were just drooling over, oh, my gosh. I mean, for you to, for, for you to have that on your resume, even though you don't make it all the way to camp, I mean, that's huge for a, a CFL team to say, wow, you know, this is, this is a lot for an NFL team to, to try you out. I'll sign you on the roster really fast. So, I mean, even if, if if guys don't make it to a camp, I mean, this isn't the the, the final end for you know for their career. Um, even you know, even guys like J.D. Falkland, I think will do great in a, in a CFL or 
you know, arena football setting. Um, you know, you look at you look at somebody like like my cousin Joe Sampson, who's playing of arena. Of course, Joe who comes into this. <laughs> We're going to get there eventually. My cousin love. I <laughs> give him love, but I mean, I mean, I, that's a great opportunity and a great, I mean, a great story um, and, and a great example of you know going to the CFL, going to the arena. He's playing arena football right now and still has some some CFL offers in the future. So you know, it doesn't end here for these for these free agents. It's still a, a great opportunity. Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation outsider. I'm just kidding. He's an insider. And BYU <laughs> take over. And BYU TV football <laughs> analyst on BYU Sports Nation. Hey, we appreciate the time, Brian. You'll be in here eventually again, right? Soon, I'm, I'm yeah, assuming. Yes, I'm feeling, I'm feeling another takeover coming soon. Okay. Fair enough. Thanks, Brian. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. See you Maybe guys. this week. What is your nickname for Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy Ansa? Use the hashtag BYUSN. That duo in Detroit. Give us the best nickname. More on that next. This is BYU Goodbye. Sports Nation. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. BYU Sports Nation's on-demand spender. On-demand. Video on and one <laughs> on BYUtv.org slash DBR. Audio is on BYUsportsNation.com. How about the ladies of BYU softball? Another conference championship, six straight conference mm, championships. Very nice. The last four years they've been in four different conferences, won it every time. They're headed to another NCAA regional. That's right, back in the NCAA tournament for a 10th consecutive year. That's amazing. And also our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Yes, it is. I don't know why I'm waiting. Ten. BYU <laughs> softball has made ten consecutive NCAA regionals. That's impressive. When you look at NCAA women's soccer, they made the Elite Eight, so they kind of have gone higher than softball has gone to one super regional. They went regional. one super regional. Oh, wait, right? I believe that was sure. Yeah, I think it was 2008. Uh, I, th- I think you can call softball BYU's most consistent women's uh, program right now. Tom Holmo said that during – we had a sun delay, oh, by the way. That happens. On Friday That's night. a real thing. The sun's like coming BYU in. Like BYU Sports Nation karma. <laughs> And it's hitting. It's it's like super hard to see the ball come out of the pitcher's hand for the hitter and the catcher. Yeah. So there's a 15 minute delay. Tom Homo was nice enough to come up to the the uh, press box and yeah. talk to us, and he said that that huh. he he enjoys watching this team probably more than that any just, other team because they win. That just sounds weak though. The sun delay. Oh, the sun delay. <laughs> hey, whatever. Congratulations, <laughs> ladies. They're taking on Northwestern in Seattle I, I this week. <laughs> Your best Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy nicknames coming up next. Send them in using the hashtag BYUSN. I'm for Brigham. This is Michael Lisa, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Michael Alisa back to his linebacker position and 109 days away from Connecticut. Hello, Michael. On August 29th, this is BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. You know what time it is, bro? Whoopsh! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Football, football. Kyle Van Noy was the lone Cougar drafted over the weekend. He was the 40th pick, 8th in the second round Easy by there. the Detroit Lions. Hashtag whatever you want to call them. Zions Lions. Zions Lions. The best home teachers ever. Four other Cougars <laughs> signed undrafted free agent deals. Daniel Sorensen to the Chiefs. Ethan Manumaliuna to the Giants. Cody Hoffman with the Redskins and Spencer Hadley to the Saints. We just found out Kyle Van Noy is going to wear number 95. Apparently, according to Tim Twentyman. Meh. Yeah. Meh. But Ziggy's 94, right? Ziggy's 94. Uh, yeah. Kyle ding, 95. Ding. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Also, Jamal Williams entered a plea of abeyance on May 7th. That means if he stays out of trouble for six months, his record is clean. So Softball. Clear. 
softball. Okay. BYU's on a 15-game win streak after taking three from St. Mary's en route to the inaugural West Coast Conference Championship. 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 BYU made its 10th consecutive NCAA regional yesterday. That's fantastic. The Cougars head to Seattle to play Northwestern, Iona. Hopefully they don't have to make a massive comeback against them. And Washington. <laughs> One team emerges to the Super Regional. Super Regional next week. Baseball. BYU beat Santa Clara 16-2. They used all their runs on Friday. On Friday. Then lost 5-1 on Saturday. BYU plays Utah tomorrow in Salt Lake. They got to win that one. They beat the Utes tomorrow. They win the season series 3-1. to one. Then they'll lacrosse. finish the season at Portland. Lacrosse. Today the men's lacrosse team plays its first-round game in the national tournament, the MCLA tournament, in Irvine, California. BYU faces Virginia Tech, the fighting Michael Vicks, at 7-15 Pacific time. Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays finished in a tie for 23rd overall. Ah! Five over par at the TPC Sawgrass. This week is the HP Byron Nelson Championship. Men's Volleyball. The Byron Russell Nelson Championship. <laughs> BYU finished the 2014. He pushed off the 2014 season with the top attendance in all of NCAA men's volleyball. Nice job, fans. Cougars averaged 3,460 per home match, about 500 better than Hawaii. Who gets our rise and shout today? Kyle Van Oy for getting drafted. He was only due to get drafted. KVN does it again. The magic is back. (laughs) I won't go there. Use the hashtag hashtag BYUSN when you send in your tweets. Let's go back to the Twitter machine, why don't we? Tweet, tweet. With Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy Ansah reunited in Detroit, what's your best nickname for the duo? At World Trademan says the two knee fights. Oh. And they'll play Cody Hoffman, who plays for the Lemonites. Oh. At Elko Cougar. <laughs> Call them the curfew enforcers because they're both experts at hitting the sack. Yep, that's cheesy. Brigham Brothers and Zion's Lions. I'm for Brigham! Win the day for me. They, they just do. That's great stuff. I love it. Hey, thanks to our guest today, Brian Logan. And follow at BYU Sports Nation. Yo. Throw anyone, stuff, Jerry. want to catch these? Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon. And on BYUTV.org slash DVR. For Get Jerem, it done, lacrosse. I'm Spencer. Shout out to dual sport athlete Ryan Hancock. BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow. We know why.